Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to The Neighbors Podcast with your hosts, Dylan and Jacob. First off, we want to start by thanking everyone that has, you know, flooded our comments, flooded our inboxes with just terms of endearment, complimenting us, you know, cheering us on. We really appreciate it from people that just decided to do this one day and have fun doing it. Yep. And just the overwhelming amount of support we've got from one episode is crazy. Yeah. Just a hundred views in less than a week is, yeah. you know, it's nuts for us as the people that made it, but it's just as much, you know, a compliment for you guys to show that, you know, y'all care about it and are interested. Mm -hmm. So we just want to start off by thanking you guys so much. And today we are going to be talking about the terrors of technology. Oh yeah. You know, how, how long do you think you're on your phone today, Dylan? Uh, not an amount of time I want to discuss. <laughs> I, at work, I probably was on it anywhere from one to two hours, and then actually playing on my phone, like on TikTok, Facebook, I was probably on it another two hours. And that's just... That's while I'm at work. You got paid for two hours of watching TikTok. Yeah. Today. Hell yeah. I just think it's crazy to put into like perspective how much all of us are on our phones mm -hmm. daily. Yeah. And how it's almost like the new normal. If you're in a social interaction, like say you're in an awkward situation, first yeah. thing you want to do, boom. Yeah. Someone and cracks a bad joke or something. I mean, no eye contact. Then that automatically in, puts you in your own world out of the situation yeah. and makes you feel less, I guess, embarrassed. Not embarrassed, but like self-conscious of yourself yeah. or something like it's that. It's like, well, I'm just going to completely ignore this whole situation now. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to deal with like anxiety from the mm -hmm. situation because you got your like out right here yeah in your hand at all times like, oh well i'm out of this conversation now i'm <laughs> on twitter and yep he tweeted something else and i feel like just screen time based off of that restricts so many conversations mm -hmm. that you could have with somebody i mean even like at family gatherings or something like that oh i mean you go to <laughs> a restaurant yeah. and you pull your phone out biggest pet peeve if like if I invite like you out yeah. and you know we're we're having a good conversation or whatever, oh wait a minute wait a minute someone's texting me. That text is more important than what you're saying. Yeah, I'm to like me. I'm literally a living person in front of you right now. <laughs> What's the deal? It's kind of like just a different world versus the real world. Like in front of you, like you're more invested in something on the screen than is right in front of you. And I feel like you take advantage of people like that. And I mean, it's something that everybody has fell victim to maybe not like really old people who have a flip phone or something. Yeah. But it's so hard to realize that that's the new reality of not being present in real life. You know, see, it makes me think I always see this one particular picture and it's kind of one of those like sad heartfelt, you know, images. And it's like a grandpa takes his daughter out, you mm -hmm. know, for ice cream or whatever. And the girl's like laid up in the seat playing her Game Boy or yeah. whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like the time that I wish, you know, instead of me doing that, I could have spent that with my grandparent. Mm -hmm. And then the more you start thinking about, well, when did that really start taking shape that at any given moment we can literally just pull some form of entertainment out of our pocket yep. and just basically disconnect from the rest of the world. Mm -hmm. And I think in terms of that as a whole... That's kind of what we're going to talk about today is how, you know, screen time affects us 
and how that affects our abilities to learn and you know interact with other people Mm -hmm. and just compare a lot of these you know ins and outs to see where we end up because of this technology yep and i feel i feel like technology as a whole is a very huge benefit but i feel like it's so used these days that you kind of don't appreciate it as much like i remember whenever i was little vhs tapes and like oh my god i got shrek on vhs this shit's awesome scooby-doo put it in there and scooby-doo and now it's like uh scroll through tiktok for another hour and maybe laugh a couple times and it's like you don't get excited for it anymore but like i mean growing up you don't get excited as much as you did as a little kid but like those vhs's and like when blu-ray came out oh my god and it's such a benefit in that aspect but it's got to the point to where too much of a good thing can turn bad yeah does that make sense oh yeah no i totally agree I think there's a fine line between being able to distinguish, you know, as technology evolves, when do we decide to finally cut that, you know, umbilical cord and say, we don't need the phones, we don't need all this fancier stuff, we kind of need to take a step back and look at it for what it is. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like as we get older and the more that we experience, you know, technology as it's literally developing mm-hmm. because we were born and raised in an era where the iPhone was created. Yeah. Like the very first iPhone. We're not like pioneers. You yeah. Know? <laughs> like in, in a sense, I mean, we were the guinea pigs that yeah. got to test that stuff. And as we get older, you know, the first iPod touch and stuff. And then it eventually gets to the point where, you know, now I can record on a MacBook and I can, you know, say the two magic words that I'm not going to say because it'll <laughs> probably pop up. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, as soon as you do that, it's like, oh, you can just talk to your technology now. Mm-hmm. And it literally listens and does what you want it to do. And you don't even have to, you know, lift a finger. Yeah, it's all just in your pocket at all times. Like, anything you want to look up, Google, anything like that, it's just always there. And it makes you think, like, time management almost. Like, what could I have been doing besides looking at my phone all this time? Mm-hmm. Like, what if I wanted to be a bodybuilder and was yeah, lifting yeah. every day? instead of scrolling on TikTok. And it's so easily accessible, you know? It's almost like you're the weird person if you're not yeah. on... You get FOMO for technology. Yeah. And I, I almost see that the same as when we were in high school, is it's everyone's, you know, got their iPhones, iPods, everyone's using iMessage, FaceTime, and you're over here on Uvu and that old stuff. Oh, the, yeah. The old, you know, mm-hmm. fake FaceTime. But... Before that, you know, oh, you had Kick. You didn't have iMessage. Oh my gosh! And if I, I mean, get back into my Kick messages, maybe. <laughs> but I, like the exact same thing is it's as it develops. You know, it doesn't really get any better. It just gets easier and like more brain dead to use. Mm-hmm. Like it gets to the point where, oh, I don't know this song. Let me hold down a button, and my phone will literally listen to the song and tell it to me. Yep. Versus you trying to listen and pick up what words they're singing mm-hmm. and then Googling the lyrics to try to figure out the song. Yep. Going back to the old generation where if you didn't know it tough, you'd have to be like, hey, do you know what song's playing right now? <laughs> and if they don't, sorry. Yep. You better call the radio station or <laughs> something because... It, it's crazy that we've lived through the evolution of like technology and... 
it's hard to like separate technology like an iPhone mm-hmm. from like a machine, you know, because they're kind yeah. of the, they're kind of the same thing. Just but like I think of technology as like a screen mm-hmm. and anything from video games, movies, the amount of time, like to just put that in perspective, like how much time we've spent on a phone or a screen in our lives yeah. is for us video game players is probably years. Oh, like, yeah, easily. On different games, I mean, it tells you how much time you have played on the game. And, I mean, there's multiple games where I have 30 days played. Or, <laughs> and it's so weird to say that, 30 days <laughs> playing the same game. And that's not that's not on the loading screen or anything like that. That is my hands on the controller yeah, playing around. this game. And it's just so crazy to put the amount of hours into perspective and think, what were they doing back then with all these hours? Like, talking to people? Like, yeah. what the hell? My, my favorite thing about that is, specifically with my example, is, you know, my game, The Elder Scrolls, I've sunk over half a year, mm-hmm. 180 days, just just on the computer, mm-hmm. not counting, you know, what I've played it on on Xbox, everything else. That alone, if you really take it at face value and think, I played this game... For 180 days straight, mm-hmm. like not eating, like <laughs> not drinking, not going outside, just eyes on this screen. Half of this year, mm-hmm. if I were to take that time and compare it, I would literally not leave my room. I would be hand in, or controller in hand, mm-hmm. and just that locked in that you wouldn't do. Any, you wouldn't look at your phone. Yep. You wouldn't text anybody, you wouldn't call, you wouldn't FaceTime, nothing. You wouldn't watch a YouTube video. It's strictly just that game. Mm-hmm. The true perception of how much time <laughs> that you have dedicated to it. If you weren't able to communicate for someone for six months, that's just, it's mind-boggling that you're yeah. really, you know, that dedicated to it. Yeah, like, in the aspect of just Netflix, too. You got not just video games, you got Netflix yeah. that people spend hours and hours on just binge watching TV shows and stuff like that. And then just like it for old people, the news or anything like that. Even they're putting in their time, you know, yeah. watching the news. 60 minutes, bro. I'm so smart. I can watch 60 minutes in half an hour. <laughs> After the football game, you know, the 60 minutes is going to be on. You know, I like that show Deal or No Deal. I've been seeing clips of that. I bet I put some time in on that. <laughs> that I, show was sweet. I'm very bad about going to the Game Show Network and watching the old, like, Pyramid mm-hmm. and watching, like, just shows like Whose Line Is It Anyway? Little stuff like that where it's it's older, it's old school, but it's, like, almost that it's retro. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, we totally don't do anything like that now. We got shows like Deal or No Deal where you're literally just guessing a case number. Yep, and winning yeah well maybe winning yeah. a crap ton of money but i always thought it was funny like the the million or whatever wasn't in the case or was in the case whenever they picked it so that means they don't get it and then they go crazy up there and stuff i would go crazy too if i lost that amount of money just like that yeah or like uh what was it will of fortune where they would guess it and they'd be like one word off or They'd oh, say yeah. it wrong or guess the wrong letter, and mm-hmm. it's like, dude, yeah. just solve it. Mm-hmm. And 
I don't know, little stuff like that kind of makes you feel nostalgic. Mm-hmm. And again, that's considered screen time. Yeah. You know, you were watching that on TV, you were watching it on your phone. Something, you know, pulled you away from, oh, I want to go outside and I want to exercise. I want to yeah. I want to not look like a fat slob. I want to <laughs> I want to get in the gym and look ripped, but for whatever reason, yeah. the entertainment side of it is more I guess enjoyable to some people. Yeah. That you would rather, you know, scroll through TikTok for an hour and finally find that one good laugh. Yep. And you get that little serotonin boost and you're good for another hour while you're scrolling. Yep. I feel like that's what the country, well, the world runs off yep. of is that little uh, serotonin boost like mm-hmm. or dopamine boost. And it's not a good way to live because you're always wanting that just next one, next one. You're going for short-term happiness instead of long-term happiness. I meant dopamine, by the way. I don't know why I said serotonin. Same thing, kind of. They both I, make you feel good, don't they? Yeah, I, I, get, I think <laughs> serotonin's more of like a relaxing thing, but I think dopamine's that kind of eye-opening, like, ah, like the, the yeah. moment you realize. I guess it is in similar, but I just didn't want to come across as, <laughs> you know, dumb. Dylan knows his vocabulary, okay? <laughs> yeah. And well, I, don't worry, after this, we're going to go through a deep study of it, <laughs> and I'll cover it at the beginning of the next episode. We'll put a dictionary right here for next Vocab words, guys. Dopamine and serotonin. <laughs> you know what? We should have been studying our vocab words instead of playing Xbox back in the day. Exactly. <laughs> like time management. Imagine all the stuff we could have done in that time period. But, I mean, I'm not saying that video games are a waste of time. Because I don't feel like they are because... I've had a lot of fun on it. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like watching Netflix is a waste of time. I feel like if you have this, like we live in a time where we have the luxury of comfort and stuff that we can enjoy. Yeah, there's some bad things about social media or just um, screen time in general. But overall, I feel like it's it's a good thing just for even like relaxation time coming Mm -hmm. home. Yeah. But I've had a lot of fun playing video games and I wouldn't... (laughs) take back that you oh, know yeah, just no, because no. i oh god i yeah. had so many hours i could have been reading game. books yeah <laughs> yeah i could have watched or read the whole harry potter series instead mm-hmm. of putting three years worth of my life into video again and now <laughs> it's the the connections and the nostalgia and all that that you get from playing games and the enjoyment of it mm-hmm. you get and my personal opinion i think you get so much more enjoyment playing games and those experiences with friends mm-hmm. compared to your today's screen time, you're scrolling through just waiting to see something funny or waiting for something funny to happen mm-hmm. compared to when you're playing the games, you're the ones making that happen. Yeah. So it's kind of like your experience, your active experience versus someone else trying to make you laugh. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that kind of falls in a gray area, but I'm, I do not regret playing as many hours as I have <laughs> on video games because... Yeah. That's been some of the best moments of my life. If you, I'm gonna give you an over under here, like as if we were on sports betting. Okay. Are you over or under? I'm gonna give you two and no, nah, I'm gonna give you three years total playtime on video games. Are you over 300 or are you under 300? Or not? What I say, three years? Yeah. Three years, yeah. See, that's such a unique number because. As much time as I've put into that one game alone, that's half of one year. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you put in maybe like 24, 
40 days, I don't know, somewhere in that range of days for like a game like MW3. I feel like I played that game a lot. Yeah. And I mean, 40 days, you know, that's a big feat, but also mm-hmm. compared to 180 days, have I played yeah. Have I played that many more games that much to, you know, carry me to the extent that, you know, that's three, I, I, it's got to be under. There's no way that I played three years worth. You think it's I, under? I hope. I think with that with that one game you said was what one hundred eighty days it's six six months, and then you add. I think it's under two. Cause, I mean, if that's a that's a long time. Yeah, I <laughs> mean three years. Because think about that again from the you know, it's a paradox. Mm-hmm. I mean, you spent you're alive. I'm alive twenty four years right now. That mm-hmm. would be me from twenty one. To right now, just playing video games. Not on the loading screen. No, like in-game time, you know, not looking. I guess you'd be looking for matches and stuff. But, I mean, even that, you're still, you're Mm -hmm. you're in the process of playing it. You're not just, you know, sitting there, blah, 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 on the main screen while it's playing or whatever. Yeah. But the whole, the whole thing is, it's just crazy. Yeah. Like I was saying, there's benefits to us playing video games, like the having fun with friends and mm-hmm. all that stuff. But I mean, could there have been more, I guess, socially accepted things to be doing that would, like, learning different <laughs> skills? You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? That would be better. Yes, but there's benefits to everything, and I think like technology and the aspect of machines and cars. And everything like that is a huge benefit. Yeah. Not just screen time or anything like that. Like, you don't have to ride around on a horse anymore to get yeah. to where you're going, you know? And then, like, in a factory, like, say you needed, I think we talked about this before, 50 shirts made or yeah. something. And a machine can do it in a minute. But a human is over here sewing yeah. those things. And you know what I'm saying? Like, we live in an age where... From a production viewpoint. Production, yeah, is just so extremely high you know they can get anything out just quick like apple like they probably put out all kinds of iphones and stuff like that Mm -hmm. that is also technology you know yeah and from the standpoint of like production based it's it's dumb for a business to not you know automate what they're doing Mm -hmm. and it sucks because you know we want to we want to say you know keep stuff local create jobs Mm -hmm. to help you know people not be in these ruts where no one can find a job because machines are doing it all. Yeah. But you're in the time of life where it's literally, there's so much technology, you know, you're fighting with a machine that can do like, you know, create 50 bags or fill and seal 50 bags of a material compared mm-hmm. to that takes five people to do that one bag just as fast. Yep. And then you've got another machine that stacks the bags and it can stack mm-hmm. 200 bags in mm-hmm. like a minute. And then you've got people that are literally throwing your bag out and it's wear and tear on your body yeah. versus you've got a machine and you got one person coming out uh, 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 and it's fixed. Mm-hmm. And that company is paying pennies on the dollar that they're going to pay you to work 40 hours, 80 hours a week and not get half the production done. Yeah. You think there's going to be a time where, I mean... There's going to be so many machines that'll do everything that the only jobs that there is in like factories is just 
running that machine and like pressing it on, turning it on, stuff like that. I feel like there will be a time period where that's a like <laughs> real thing. They're in the process right now of making like similar to how uh, Tesla has their autonomous cars that drive themselves. <laughs> yeah, they are currently working on tractor trailers, like semi trucks. Oh my god, that do that. There's a person that basically rides shotgun or, you know, rides a driver's seat, really. But they have, like, a control panel. And that truck does everything hmm. from the loading of the material in the back to the unloading of the material when it gets there. Oh, my God. Like, you said Tesla's doing this? No, it's it's another like company. Okay. I, I'm not sure exactly who it is. But I know someone that helps develop the software that the trucks use to drive like GPS from point A to point B using roads, tolls, that type of system. Mm -hmm. And then once it gets there, it has conveyors. You just set it down on the ground. It parks it, <laughs> backs it up. It senses whatever it's looking for, gets up under it, starts rolling its conveyors, pulls it onto the truck. That's insane. And I mean, think about how many jobs that one truck just it yep. eliminated you know anyone's forklift certified you don't need them ever now you can always use a forklift certified guy okay <laughs> let me pull mine out real quick <laughs> as a previous osha inspector <laughs> that alone probably saves like honestly a crap ton of wear and tear on worrying about well did he have his steel-toed shoes on did he have his hard hat on in case this pallet falls over? Mm -hmm. Well, he didn't need to because you've got a robot that's just scooping that up and then pulling it in and dropping it. And, yeah. you know, no one's got no pinch hazards, nothing like that because it's all machine. And that alone, just artificial intelligence and people developing that type of stuff and AI learning mm -hmm. is so crazy that, you know, you can have a conversation with a robot. And the robot is in real time just scouring the globe for whatever the information is. You just asked it. Mm -hmm. And maybe those dang tractor trailers, if they're AI made or robot controlled, maybe they'll stay in the friggin' right lane <laughs> so I can get to my places on time. They'll, act, of, they'll actually go, you know, 65 miles like, an hour. and Literally. Every time I go to school, I mean, there's one that's going 69 and there's one that's going 70. And I'm always and then you go, oh, oh, there's a, there's a thing about that. Most um, tractor trailers have like a speed limit set yeah. in them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they can't go over 60, 65. But you can get that little fancy thing taken out if you go to the right shop. And now you can go 80 in the semi. But the kicker yeah. is, you know, if you ever get caught doing an inspection, they pull your truck license. You're like, screwed. Ah. Yeah. So, I mean, you're out. But... I not, sometimes I wish they would go 80 because when you've got Mr. 69 and 68 yeah. side by side to see who can be the slowest truck driver today. Yeah. They're talking on their radios or like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go faster. I'm oh, passing you. Just kidding, you. Just kidding. I'm passing you. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> nope. You're passing me. We're going uphill. We're both going 65. We can't go any faster. And then they get on like hills and stuff. Downhill, and they'll this, start flying, Then they go dude. 200 miles an hour <laughs> at the guardrail, and it's just, <laughs> off the... But all you see is our freaking headlights in your rearview mirror. You're like, all right, I'll get over. Yep. I about died the other day, for real. I was, it was foggy, and it was raining, and I was going like 
55 behind a tractor trailer. Mm-hmm. And like, I was okay with going 55. It was that, the yeah. weather was that bad. And I thought that the lane was about to end. So I was going to get an early jump on it. And I get over and I look in my rear view and there's, it's down a hill. It's down a hill. And this freaking tractor trailer was going He's every hauling. bit of 75 and I was going 55. And he goes, and freaking skirts over and honks his dang horn. And I'm like, that's on me. <laughs> that one was on me. There's a story about that. Um, there was a time me and Zach were riding to um, Withville for something. Mm-hmm. And they had closed the lane of traffic on the interstate. I want to say it was on the interstate. And I mean, it was slow. We were going maybe like 50, mm-hmm. 55. And they had all the barrels out in the lane. So we're behind this tractor trailer and he's going 55. So, you know, we're whatever. And about this time, all of a sudden we see the front half of this truck just whip over. Oh God. And there's no like lane. They go off on the shoulder and whip back on. We're like, what? And we're still behind. So mm-hmm. we can't see it. And we're like, what is going on? And about the time the tail end of that trailer gets whipped back, there is a cone that has moved out of the line over into the lane. And Zach literally goes, and just goes around it and cuts right back in. And I'm like, how did that tractor trailer not just destroy? I mean, just disintegrate that cone. Mm -hmm. He literally just angled, curved the bullet around that cone the whole way in a single lane of traffic and I applaud that man every day. I wish every truck driver was that skilled. Shoot, some of them are good, man. Like you'll see them backing into stuff and I'm like, there's no way I could do that. I can barely back up my dang Mitsubishi into a parking spot. Dude, some of those truck drivers could back a friggin' trailer into a condom. That's how good <laughs> they are. And I don't know what it is. If you are in the rural retreat area and someone is getting off the interstate and they are driving a truck, just move. You have about an 85% chance of getting just instant death. There was a time that I was pulling up (laughs) past McDonald's, and the dude was literally coming down the Mm off-ramp and literally just whipped it out into the right lane. And I'm in the right lane. I have to go off in the grass right there at McDonald's where it goes down in the hole. Mm-hmm. And when I come back through, I recorded it on my Snapchat. There was black marks from where <laughs> he was literally like a foot away from the outside line my in God. my lane. And I was like, I was literally parked in the grass for a minute while he was straightening it up. And I'm like, this is why we need this AI truck driver. For real. Because at least it can look at lines on the road and be like, yeah. I need to be between those. Let's not get off the interstate going 80 and just... <laughs> it's but, crazy that there's literally cars, like you're saying with this, these trucks, that can drive themselves. And I saw something that was like, we should already have flying cars in 2023 or something. Can we accept what we got right now? Like, literally, you can lay back and your car will just drive you. And I wonder if there's ever been like an accident with a Tesla that they've got like sued for or something because when they first released the Tesla, there was a clip and they had like one of those like, um, cardboard guys walk out in the road. Like mm-hmm. it was on a track and it walked out in the road like this and the <laughs> Tesla plowed his ass. I mean, God bent the, bent the damn. dummy over in half. And I was just like, y'all gonna have to work on that. Cause that ain't a good, that ain't a good that. PR stunt right now. It's yeah. Our Tesla hits people at crosswalks. 
it aims for you. Like <laughs> it, it was going you. straight. It saw him and went uh, and scurred. Your little screen. You're playing yeah. a game with hitting human people. <laughs> it's just Frogger. Yeah, it's your car, <laughs> and there's people crossing, and you're just. Doo, doo. It, like we live in a time where our cars can drive themselves, and we can play games on a play, screen. In our... <laughs> and like I feel like that's not a good thing because, say you, one of the Tesla tires pops, like you popped a tire, and you're on the side of the road. You really think somebody who's got a Tesla that's driving their car is going to know how to, oh, I know exactly how to change my tire or something like that. All you can do is just look it up on your phone. Like, you know, it's that easy. And hey, Elon, what do I do? <laughs> Elon, what do I do? Please tell and me. And Space Force comes down from... <laughs> that's the aircraft that's been watching your speed limit. It's Elon. <laughs> just in case a Tesla yeah. breaks down. He's, He's just... going to be there. He's just going over, you know, SpaceX and Space Force, and they're <laughs> patrolling the stratosphere right now. They're picking up on us talking about it. Yep. He's probably listening right now. He's probably like, they better not be dissing Tesla and the AI that I'm, I've created. Yep. I feel like another danger of technology would be, like, texting and driving. You know, like, that is such a cause of death. And it's something that's so easily preventable, but we're so all addicted to our phones that we can't we can't miss out on anything. Even if we're driving a two-ton vehicle, we yeah. got to be like, "What's up, girl?" or something, you know? Do you think that because we have the access to that technology, that you know how we can watch YouTube or Netflix and our Tesla while we're driving down the road, but we also you know can pull out our phone and text and you know, talk to the car while we're driving, mm -hmm. that that kind of, that access to the technology while you're driving is not necessarily a good thing? I feel like it could create bad habits whenever you are, like, actually driving the car. Mm -hmm. Just like if you're used to stuff like that. But if a Tesla works like it's supposed to, you shouldn't have to worry about that, you yeah. know? Like, I would not want to put myself in a position where if I'm... <laughs> Let my car drive myself, and I'm watching Netflix that I got to keep looking, you know? Yeah. That just shows that you don't trust the car. But I feel like it can make bad habits to the point to where you're like, oh, I'm just going to look at my phone because I'm good at texting and driving or anything like that. I, I, I don't text and drive. I'm the absolute worst in the world about this, though. With cars, like my wife's car, it's got lane assist. Yeah. And it's got spacing so you can set i want to be two car lengths behind this truck mm -hmm. i want to be one car length i want to be going 75 when there's not a car in front of me yeah so you can pretty much base you know what you're going but the issue is you know you got your two lines on the road you don't even have to be touching the steering wheel and it's not autonomous it doesn't drive itself but i can sit here like this and have two fingers on that steering wheel and as long as I'm applying a little bit of pressure left and right, or just tugging on one side, mm -hmm. going around the curve, it will follow that inside line the whole way. And I, am, I ain't paying a bit of attention. Not Crazy. not that I'm not actually paying attention. I could literally close my eyes and the car would do it because yeah. it's that strong of a pull. Mm -hmm. So to me, the how advanced technology is, it's meant for you know making driving easier, yep. but it almost whips you to the extent it's like, well, now I'm in a car where I actually have to drive yeah. and I actually have to stay in the lines mm -hmm. and not just, you know, 
be over here playing with the steering wheel, <laughs> just making sure it's like, oh, are you asleep? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it kind of promotes is it's it promotes lazy driving because yep. you're not actually you're not giving a hundred percent of your attention to then it. Then when that deer comes out in front of you, you're definitely not going to not yeah. hit it. You know, I was driving one like that um, that has the lane assist mm-hmm. and. Uh, like don't drive those very often <laughs> so i was getting over without putting my turn signal on mm. and that thing like beep, I was, beep, beep, beep. yeah freaking swung me back over and i got scared and i slammed my brakes because i was like what the heck just happened because i wasn't used to it mm-hmm. and that was me getting off the exit and there was somebody behind me they had to slam their brakes and i'm like sorry <laughs> i can't do anything about it yeah <laughs> this is like twice i've about died in this bit in this podcast but <laughs> i'm not that bad of a driver i promise just, just bad situations. Wrong, wrong place, wrong time. Should have been so. standing there. <laughs> but everything's so easy now. Even driving, like with the Tesla. I mean, there's still definitely cars out there that you can't doesn't drive themselves. But yeah. that kind of goes off of like everything. Like machine wise is easy. Mm-hmm. You got your cars are easy. Yeah. You got buying something off Amazon is easy. You got anything is just easy. Like I feel like. Do you feel like the, our parents are smarter? then than we are now it's such a hard question because it's one of those i think it's like apples to oranges Mm -hmm. you've got a generation of older people who grew up where you couldn't text and drive yeah and you couldn't not pay attention while you're driving because you know autonomous car drives itself yeah but also that's the same group that didn't have the access to the information you do but i feel like what we what we run into a lot is where do we draw the line on what we're actually getting from a reputable source versus well i saw this article on google or i saw this article that someone posted and they said da 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 and now you're using that to argue with someone about something that's like fact Mm -hmm. or it's like the amount of information out there is almost painstaking because it's you don't know what you can believe and what you can't believe to an extent. Yeah. So it's like, well, just because you can learn all this stuff, there's a lot of crap you can learn with it. Yeah. So unless you know you're broad enough to distinguish, this is from someone who's studied this for a hundred years or has used the research of this person, this person, whatever mm-hmm. scholars. If you can, you know, see, oh yeah, that's probably a pretty good reputable source. Check your sources now, mm-hmm. you college kids. It's that equivalent to, oh, well, this guy on BuzzFeed said that, you know, I can put two tomatoes together, and if I rub them together, it'll make an apple. And yeah. it's like that makes no sense at all. But mm-hmm. because someone wrote that, someone's gonna believe it, mm-hmm. and they're gonna be like, yeah, it makes sense to me. Yeah, I guess I'm not saying that everything was so easy for us that it would make us smarter than them. But like, yeah. the, like you're saying, like how easy it is to access anything. Like, say you on the side of the road needed a spare tire. Yeah. Like me personally, I've had that happen to me, so I kind of know what to do. But before that, I didn't. Yeah. And you got people like our parents that live off experience and stuff like that. Like. My dad would know how to do, what to do immediately, but we would just be able to just look at our phone and Google something like how to change a tire, and that's how we get our experience. Back then, they were like, what if your tire popped and you're on the side of the road? You can't just call somebody 
or anything like that. You you have to have the yeah. knowledge to do that. So I feel like they could be smarter in experiences. I but think we I kinda, have like the book smart almost because we can look up anything. Yeah. But we don't always use that either. Yeah. Like we're watching TikTok. I think I kind of avoided your question to bring that point up. Mm-hmm. But like that's kind of what I was alluding to is I think if you look at the time, the techno- technology gap, if you look at what our parents had and what our grandparents had, mm-hmm. technology has always been booming regardless of the situation. It's just when did it get, when did life get too easy? Yeah. Because I feel like with us, it there is no reason that, you know, someone can't get a job right now. Mm-hmm. There's so many, you know, advantages to being a young person whether it be, you know, factory working or drop shipping, you know, flipping houses, whatever, you have all this free information that people, you know, it's online for a reason. Kind of to employ yourself if you had to. Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be your stereotypical factory job or yeah, anything you, like that. You ain't got to go sweep up at McDonald's if you really don't want to. Yeah. If you really want to learn a trade or something like electrical, Go tell me that you can't watch YouTube for 20 plus hours mm-hmm. on people doing the most rudimentary electrical wiring to the most complicated stuff. Yeah. And tell me that you can't see, you know, oh, well, I've learned the basics from YouTube. I've learned, you know, a little bit more advanced stuff. And then compare that to someone who's done it for 50 years. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to take the person that's done it 50 Absolutely. years. Not just somebody who's like, doesn't have enough experience. Yeah. And I think that's part of it is, I want to say that the hands-on experience definitely outweighs the accessibility of our experience. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, we can learn like from a physical standpoint, like what you're saying with the tire. It's a whole lot easier for someone that's a mechanic and has had to work on their car personally their whole life. Yeah to go out and change their tire if it pops versus you've got, you know, 16-year-old girl that just got a car and, you know, pops a tire and yeah. doesn't have a cell phone in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So it's... I feel like going off that, like, my dad, if I ask him to do anything around the house or something like that, he knows. Yeah, you know, it's like, automatic. Like electrical or, like, plumbing, anything like that. And I'm like, Dad, how do you know that and i guess it's just lifetime experience and like i could look it up and i could figure it out eventually but like he just knows and they have smarts like that where they had to i guess do it without the ease of access of like a yeah. phone or something but like we know how to do technology like if he needs to put an app on his phone i know how to do it yeah and he probably looks at us like holy crap like you're how so smart for- yeah and we look at them, you're so smart for putting that light bulb in. Knowing how to literally do everything else. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things with the technology standpoint. If you, I think you're the most intelligent about your era of technology. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what answers the question is how I said apples to oranges. If you put someone like our parents in today's times, mm-hmm. we're going to probably be hands down smarter with the current technology yep. compared to if you put us in their times, they're going to know everything about their technology. Yep. And same thing with grandparents and so on and so forth because it's what you get comfortable with. It's what you learn how to use and you learn how mm-hmm. to work with what you do have 
and it's with similar with the time management, I feel like that you can learn a lot more today, but what you said, we don't utilize it at all. Mm-hmm. The time, and I, we talked about this earlier, if you lived in a time where you didn't have electricity or lights mm-hmm. and you had to do everything by the sun or light a candle yeah. or if you're trying to send a letter, you know, look at the evolution of how we relay messages. Mm-hmm. You've got carrier pigeon, you've got <laughs> horseback. Yeah. Then what? What's the next thing? Like from you know, literally taking the mailman, yeah. you write a letter and mail it, and it goes through a a postal system. And now we can literally just text anyone yeah. who we want to. And I mean, somebody just, in China, like I could be like, hey, what's up? And back then it was like. That pigeon ain't making it to China. Yeah, no, I mean, you can throw that pigeon as far as hard as you want. It's probably only going a couple yards. Yep. Like, they said they did that in World War One or something. Like, mm-hmm. they put a note, and then that thing's going through the battlefield. And, and like, they're going to the other, the other like, country. Yeah. What if it's just, like, a middle finger or something, yeah. like, on the pigeon on the note? It's like, you guys suck. Yeah. I got, like, three guys that are still alive over here. It's Come like, on. look behind you or yeah. something. yeah that's funny but i mean stuff like especially with the time management it's just it's so much more efficient today Mm. because and i'll wrap that whole point up instead of using the pigeon and all that if you do electricity i can wake up at three in the morning pitch black outside and i have a street lamp outside so if i hear something i can look out my window and i still see if you're in the middle of nowhere, like in the woods, no dirt road, nothing, mm-hmm. you get the moon. That's it. Like you yeah. don't get any other light. And it's the same thing in your house. If I wake up at three o'clock and I'm, you know, hungry, I don't have to walk outside to the cellar and get my salt cured ham and just start chawing on it at, you know, three in the morning. I can walk upstairs, go to my fridge, open my fridge that has a light in it mm-hmm. with my refrigerated food yep. and get a cold drink, whatever, and not have to worry about 90% of the air that they did because their technology hadn't surpassed the point of, well, we can literally just store milk like and not drink warm milk straight, straight from, from a the, cow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it's processed and pasteurized and all this and it's it's so crazy That's to so think crazy, that it comes like it starts here and now you're at the point where you can literally go to a gas station mm-hmm. and buy a flavored milk. <laughs> yeah. You can buy a dream sickle duchess milk. Literally. The greatest thing on earth. Yeah. It's just so crazy to think there was a time period where food was hard to come by. You know, like maybe not in too recent history, but like way back in the day, like that's what their rations and stuff during wars. I mean, and you said like storing food, like a refrigerator. They had salt, wasn't it? Like they just like they literally just salt on raw meat, like on a shelf or like hanging it up. And I'm like, those people that you know lived through that are the same people that if we were thrown in their times, we would be the first to die. Yep. Because we would have zero clue what to do. But see, on the flip, if you move them to our time, same thing. They would have no idea of the technology we have. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it would be... be, out of place. (laughs) Yeah. It would be a little bit easier for them, I think, to adjust 
to a newer world Mm -hmm. compared to imagine if you took away you know our finished roofs like if it, it just water leaking in your house no electricity you had a wood stove candle mm-hmm. i mean literally that's how you lived the whole idea of like society and standards of living is so technology has evolved that to the point where oh yeah i'm cold let me turn my air conditioner up my heater you know my hvac on and sh- now mm-hmm. my house is 70 degrees all the way inside out mm-hmm. and you got like your phone like if you wanted to get anything it's just there like like on DoorDash. Yeah. Like you can get dang double cheeseburger like five minutes. Let's well, go make some butter and a turner <laughs> yeah. versus oh let's go stomp on let's, some berries or yeah, whatever. Let's get do. some juice. <laughs> Not nah, let's go to, you know, seven eleven. I mean, let's go to Walmart mm-hmm. and it, and that's what I was and talking we can about. DoorDash with, more than food too. Yeah, materials. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. if you look at <laughs> building a house, oh yeah, let's go chop down trees. <laughs> and chop out the, the logs and stuff yeah. and then, you know, make them fit each other mm-hmm. and build our own log cabin that has no insulation, holes that you can literally from the outside reach in. And wind will come in. Yeah. <sighs> and compared to, oh, well, let's just go to Lowe's and buy some, you know, two by fours. Mm-hmm. The whole mainstream, like, of how technology has evolved from production like what we were saying earlier to now you can get anything you want yep up and anything you need yeah anything like, we have made yeah. so far mm-hmm. you can get it you know just drone delivers it to your door <laughs> literally just drops there it, it is off. yep that's going to be a thing probably whenever we're older too just like it's a thing that won't even be a thing wait what drone yeah amazon's got drones and they just drop it off at your they house. have packages that like clamp and it will carry a package to your like Specifically in places like Florida, where mm-hmm. there's like a distribution center very close, you know so how much easier that. it is to fly a drone to someone's house. Is it like robot or is somebody controlling that thing? I would assume that it's someone controlling it. But I mean, daggone, that's probably a pretty expensive drone if it can. He could probably just drive his dang car there in the time that he's like. Well, and and that's I think that's part of it. If you're in a big city, and you're Traffic. at a distribution center. How hard is it going to be for you to get your car out mm-hmm. and go drop off packages for how many people? True. Compared to oh well, we've got five hundred drones that's I, on the way through the air, and they probably just, get paid a crap ton to fly those drones. <laughs> I think that, in, as its whole, I think that kind of puts almost a pressure on us. Mm-hmm. That because our society is so advanced, we're almost looked down on because we don't know as much as the old school. But when it comes to the new school, it's like, well, how come, you know, you can bash us for not knowing your stuff. But if we make fun of you, well, we can't help it. We're old school. You know, we yeah. ain't learned your new fancy fangled stuff. It's all just about, but, like, when you were born, you know, like yeah. you were saying earlier. As far as, like, yeah, we're advanced for this time, which is more advanced than the people, uh, like, our parents. Yeah. But the people before them aren't as advanced as our parents, you know? Yeah. It's just crazy to put that into perspective. And you and you brought it up when we were talking earlier. If you take it all the way back to, oh, we can go to, you know, the gas station, get a bag of chips and a drink, 
and that's mm-hmm. how easy it is for us to get food compared to oh we gotta go pick berries <laughs> we gotta shoot a deer with a bow that we made yep. and from a sure. stick <laughs> thatch yarn and a rock it's crazy and I mean like the whole the whole idea that we literally have came from that and it has evolved to the point where we're like yep I'm just going to order 500 Christmas presents. Yeah. And there's going to be this magical truck that delivers them mm-hmm. on these random days. And like if it doesn't get here in 2 days, I'm kind of pissed, yeah. you know. I'm like, I'm fine. privileged. I'm filing a complaint. Yeah. And it's so that's another thing with time management. I feel like as a society where we have the access to this stuff so readily mm-hmm. that if we can't get it immediately, it's an outrage yep. compared to back then people would mail letters and you know, well they probably won't get that for another couple of weeks. And I, just the level of patience alone yeah. is really crazy to think. Especially overseas, like say in a war or something like that. My like, dearest Augustine. Yeah. And then they get there two weeks later and he like, what if he was like, I'm on my deathbed or something. That's the thing. We're doing this. Yep, right now. My dearest it. Augustine, dab, dab, dab. Sorry, I don't know how to write. Uh, <laughs> I only know how to type. But, well, I was thinking typewriter. I'm like, oh, crap, no. We're <laughs> we're skipping a few centuries or something. Even, like, say something catastrophic happens, like we Pearl Harbor. Put Pearl Harbor into uh, perspective here. Like, there wasn't really, I mean... It was a little bit more advanced than before yeah. that, but they had newspapers that could happen, and then you, like people in say Colorado, Wisconsin, or Wisconsin <laughs> wouldn't even know about that till maybe like weeks later. Yeah, and depending on the time period, because I mean it's going on boat, and then it's going on horse. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's crazy to just put like how advanced our community is. Or world is well, and and that even gets into a whole other thing, of spe- specifically with war. Mm-hmm. If you're in another country fighting a war, and it's a time frame where you don't have you know GPS satellites that you're tracking your every move, mm-hmm. how are you relaying your information on the next move? You gotta be there yep. to like you know. This is what's going on. Good thing we brought enough troops, because if you know we weren't prepared for this. Uh oh, we got people on the water coming in the next you know week because (laughs) we're going across the good old Atlantic right now. But it's the whole idea that you're fighting in this whole other area and there's no way for you to communicate. Mm. Like, hey guys, we need more people because by the time the guy that just got his butt kicked, wherever you're fighting, Mm -hmm. rose his grawny buck back across the Atlantic by himself uphill both ways in the snow and then it's like guys we're losing we gotta get more people you're two weeks in the hole and everyone else there is dead by the time you get there they're already already you better just go back with the white flag and whip it cause Mm. you are done so unless you're gonna send the rest of the country back Mm. call it and I think <laughs> I think that to me isn't on the same level of stress how we deal with it today. Mm-hmm. I can imagine that would be stressful not knowing how to predict your next move or not knowing where your food's coming from yeah. and having to, you know, like farmers growing it and stuff like mm-hmm. that and kind of just hoping for the best. Yeah. 
but I feel that from a technology standpoint, we deal with a lot more stress from like social media and yeah. FOMO and all these kind of external things that, you know, people growing up, mm-hmm. like our, our parents and grandparents had literally no care in the world about because I'd say majority of anything they had even close to like our social status, yeah. that would be like high school drama. Yeah. Like, oh, she picked on me at school. And then you know what? You go home and you don't deal with it again till school the next day. Mm-hmm. Compared to our generation, you get picked on at school. Yeah. And then you go home and now you're getting bullied on Twitter. Yeah, getting subtweeted or something. Yeah. Like that. And then it's, you, you don't escape it. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like cyberbullying, I guess, is a big thing. But, like, that's not the only reason for stress because comparing yourself to others and stuff like that on social media, which that isn't something that's the technology's fault. That's like, you know, psychological stuff, but that opens you up to it because look what everybody else is doing, but I'm still just like right here, you know, and like getting bullied at school. Then you come home and you're sad about it or whatever. Then you look on Instagram or something. Then they took a bad picture of you or something like of you with your pants down or something embarrassing. Yeah. Something embarrassing. And you have to deal with that along with that. But there's still benefits of social media and stuff like that. But I think overall there's a lot of, like, really stressful things about it. Yeah, and that's, I guess, what I'm alluding to is I feel like the stress from technology, the more technology that is developed and, you know, invented, the more stress that comes right along with that. Mm -hmm. Because now you go from, you know, oh, well, I'm... I'm going to, you know, go home from school. I'm not going to care. I'm not even going to think about it. And you can literally go home and do that. And there's no way for you besides, you know, calling your best friend from your house phone that only one person can talk on at a time. Yep. And then, oh, I got to hang up. I'm getting a call. It's from, it's from my grandma. Mm -hmm. That whole instance versus, well, he cheated on me and then, you know, boom, he just posted a picture on Instagram with the girl, you know, he cheated on you with. Mm-hmm. And it's, I can't believe I dated her. She's yes. a piece of crap. And there's so much that, you know, you can say and do on social media that it's like, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah. And I think that's how everything is to an extent, mm-hmm. is that just because you have the ability to use all this technology, you should use it for the right reasons. Like, yep. you know, keeping up with your friends is fine. Saying something funny is fine, but it starts to get to a point where it's almost toxic to yourself that, well, they're all out at this party and I'm I'm missing out. So now I'm depressed. I'm yeah. sad that... They didn't invite me. Exactly. But, yeah. but if you're growing up in the 80s, you don't know. So you mm-hmm. don't care. And it's the same thing with the older people. They didn't grow up with, oh God, so-and-so had a stroke last week. Yep. You know when they hear about it? At church the following Sunday, not mm-hmm. prayers for my husband, you know, or yeah. whatever. And I know it not come off as crude, but yeah. it's one of those things. If you don't know it happened, then you don't got to worry about it. Mm-hmm. And if you're walking around your house, you know, just country cooking, cleaning, yeah. and worrying about your own little world, I feel like you have so many less things to care about that that makes you just genuinely not stressed as much. Yeah. Compared to we as a society have so much more, like, 
societal standards that we have to meet when it comes to well, how much money do you make? Yeah. Well, how big's your house? Well, how nice is all your stuff? How many well, followers you got on Instagram? Exactly. Yeah. How? how uh, what kind of clothes are you? What brands are you buying? You know, mm-hmm. how many cars do you, like stuff like that? Like the more quantity than quality value. Yeah, it's it's more of a competition now, mm-hmm. like social status, all the things you just said, than ever. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, back in the day. Rich people, of course, were going to be have more power, anything like that. But now you got people with ten thousand followers on Instagram who are like, "I'm better than you," yeah, and you should look up to me and stuff like that. It's so much easier for them to look down on people, and then for yeah. people be- below them to compare themselves, like Instagram models or something like anything like that. They'll compare themselves to it, and and sometimes the bad things happen. Yeah, know? and I mean, I, technology is easily a gateway oh, and i mean you know you didn't have that little screen in your hand mm-hmm. that magically makes you look skinnier <laughs> or that you know you can go pay for yeah. you know more people to look at your stuff mm-hmm. and i mean you know not knocking it because that's part of what it is and that's mm-hmm. part of using the technology is if you're going to be on instagram deal with it because it's going to happen regardless yep. so if you don't agree with what they're doing then turn it off if you yeah. don't like Apple and you don't like, you know, worrying about who's seeing your, or whose mm-hmm. location you can see or who's got you in this group chat, delete it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's ways to easily avoid it. Yeah. And it really makes me want to, like, take a step back and kind of analyze, like, my day by day mm-hmm. and see, oh, I just realized I'm playing on my phone right now. And either keep a tally or... Yeah. What time did I start doing this? Because it's literally like an addiction, yeah. almost like habits and stuff. Pulling out your phone, looking at it, then you don't even like really care about what you're scrolling through. And then you got like the pinky thing. You know, have you seen that? With people hold their phone so much that their pinky's got a little curve in it, kind of like mine. It's got a little bit of a curve. It's not completely straight. And I, I guess that's from holding a phone, but maybe it's just my genetic. <laughs> Pinky. You but just got crooked fingers on Maybe. Is this one crooked? Whoa. I don't hold it in my left hand. Maybe I'm just deformed. <laughs> A little bit. Pinky <laughs> game pinky. strong. Pinky game strong. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, that's something you got to think about. Like with society and the way that technology evolves, mm-hmm. it almost gets to a point where either you have to conform to it or you're left out. And yep. everyone communicates in that same way with or without mm-hmm. you. Because just because you're self aware enough, you know, not to be on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook twenty four seven. Yeah. Your best friend could be, your mom could be, you've got people that are close to you that are more worried about what's happening in mm-hmm. the reality of Facebook than they are their own life. Yeah. And that's I think that's part of why people are so unhealthy is because with technology, what was there to do in the 60s mm-hmm. besides go outside? Yeah. I mean, like you could watch TV, I guess, on the yeah. big box TVs and get your antennas and tune it and all that, mm-hmm. but it's, you know, everything wasn't mainstreamed. Fast food wasn't as bad for you as it is now because it's mass-produced, and it gives you this sense of, if we didn't have technology, would we be in a better state then 
Yeah. From a physical standpoint compared to... I mean, like, obesity rates are, like, crazy through the roof compared to that time period. So you can only kind of think that that's kind of what's doing it, but plus, like, the fast food and stuff like that. Well, I mean, I can be 500 pounds, and now I can buy a bed where I can download an app on my phone, and I can click a button, and I go, ching, (laughs) and I raise up out of bed. Yeah. And, you know, eventually there's this comedian named Tom Segura, and he does it. Have you heard the joke about it? I haven't heard that, but I know Tom. <laughs> he talks about, um, he's like, there's going to be this bed that they're going to come out with, and it's going to open up in the bottom mm-hmm. so they can crap, and they <laughs> don't even have to get out of bed, and they're just going to go, bah, and crap, and then oh they're going to close it, and then, you know, once they're done crapping because they're so tired and done with it, they're going to want to lay back down and take a nap, and he lays back down, and I'm like, is funny as that is that really is what we live in yeah you can download netflix or youtube on your phone and you can cast it to your tv you don't even have to pick up a remote you can do it all from your phone right here yep. and it's so scary to be like oh well maybe that's why people are six seven hundred pounds <laughs> yeah is they don't actually have to get up to function people will literally bring them food and let them, you know, eat it on their two stomachs, and then their two stomachs. And I, it's. Do you feel like stuff like that's to blame for like obesity, and or is it lack of self control and self like motivation? You know what I'm saying? I think there's definitely external things to it, but if there wasn't fast food, mm-hmm. what's gonna make you obese? just constantly eating if you're living in a time where you have to ration food how are you going to be obese are you going to be the guy that's stealing all the bread from the little starving Mm -hmm. kids with one leg tiny tim yeah yeah no you ain't gonna be kicking his crutches and stealing (laughs) his bread so being fat used to be like a like a good thing yeah i mean yeah it showed that. that you were healthy and that you you amassed enough, enough money that you yeah. could buy food and mm-hmm. get what you wanted. And now it's like anyone can be fat. Yeah. It's more impressive to us to be huge, buff, you know, yeah. like veins, bald. I mean, just look like this monster. <laughs> and, you know, it's all, I guess, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. But I feel like with the whole technology standpoint, look at your exercise equipment. You used to be lifting rocks. And I mean, like, that was your exercise. You'd throw a big old boulder over your shoulder. Yeah. But now, you know, you've Carry got... Carry your deer back to camp. Yeah. <laughs> but, or drag it. Yeah. But now, oh, I just throw it on the four-wheel. I don't want to do the wood. I mean, yeah. you've got that, and then you've got the ladder of, I am actually have to be in good enough shape that I'm going to go out and hunt. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to throw a spear and kill <laughs> fish versus... Hey, Mom, will you give me some more of them fish sticks on your little bike? Yeah. And you can't even get off the bike to reach them. Mm-hmm. So you got to have someone open the thing. Here you go. And I think it's this, I don't want to say, I think it's the neediness of the person mm-hmm. and it's their personality that makes it worse is our generation doesn't want to do anything for themselves. And yeah. we talked about this. Our parents do a lot for us. Yeah. 
I think some people get to the extent where they take advantage of it, and it's like, if my parents are going to do this for me forever, there's no point for me to have to ever do anything. Mm -hmm. And those are the people that it's dangerous because I feel like those are the ones that are going to balloon up and literally, you know, well, I'm going to get disability because I'm so overweight, I can't stand up for more than an hour. (laughs) And, I mean, the, the people I get... They apply and they will fill out something for every single box just to get that check. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the links that you go to to not work, compared to if you just worked a bare minimum job, mm-hmm. you would get paid more doing the bare minimum than what you're trying to loophole your way into to get like half of that. Yep. And I'm like, it, it's a lazy issue, but it gets to the point like, where, why is that laziness developing? Why is the system allowing that? Yeah, like and why I, is there everything that I need to do? Like, got my TV, got my yeah. bed. Like, making it easy to stay that way, you know? Ring, ring, ring. Room service. Yep. DoorDash. Yeah. <laughs> like, anything you want. Like, you can go to the dang... Get a friggin' Roomba. And it cleans your room. I mean, literally... <laughs> yep. You ain't got to get up and sweep. Yeah. Especially and, if it's got that little shit thing. You just... <laughs> You literally don't have to get up. No, see, rash, what I happens guess. is it runs through and it starts smearing it through your <laughs> floor. That's, that actually happened to someone with dog crap. Oh, no. Yeah, it went through that sounds It went through the tires, and it literally just dragged it across the whole house. <laughs> At that point, you just get a freaking you gotta mop get, and clean you it all up yourself. <laughs> but, I mean, with stuff like that, it just makes you wonder, when is it that it becomes technology's fault? Yeah. Like versus the people, because if we keep evolving, eventually it's going to get to the point where, even if you are nine hundred pounds, are they going to develop medicine to where you can live to be a hundred years old and mm-hmm. be a thousand pounds? Yeah, like or medicine to be that strong. Yeah, like that just to like, sustain, even mm-hmm. if you're not in good health, compared to. You know, you're in moderately good health. Oh, you'll live to be 3,000 years old or something crazy. Yeah. And it's, do people want to do that? Or do they want, oh, this is easy. I can just lay here all day. I don't have to do anything. Yep. TV. It's up for them. I feel like in that situation, it's up for them. They got to like, they got to do something about that. I think technology promotes it, mm-hmm. but I don't think you should completely fault it. It's one of those things like, Without it, it probably would never happen. Yeah. But it's the same thing. Just because you have it doesn't mean that it has to happen. Yeah. And I'd see, you know, not to get political. I, I look at that the same way with guns. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the mindset that well, if you quit making guns, you know, nothing bad's going to happen. But if people, you know, want to get guns, they're still going to get guns. Yeah. Compared to if you make them, and you know, people know how to use them and they're trained and same way with technology, mm-hmm. you understand that it can be used for a positive thing and it is used for a positive thing, then it's the person's choice yeah. to whether use it positively or negatively. It reminds me of like prohibition, like with alcohol, there's ways to get it even if it's illegal and that's yeah. why they took it back because like everybody's getting it anyway. Everybody that wants it is getting it. Exactly. And it's just so ridiculous. Legalized meth. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know. No, I'm if, just they if they would have worked that hard to get it, they'd go get it. I, well, be completely honest. If they could tax it, it would be legal. 
True. That's the only reason marijuana wasn't oh God. wasn't legal as long as it was. Just because tax. they could not tax it. And guess where the first place to tax it was? California. Boom. First place it went legal. Yep. And tax it in Virginia now. Boom. Legal. Mm-hmm. Recreational. And it's the same thing. It's like that with everything. All the money. Thing. Anything that you can do to make money off of, until they can make money off of it, can't do it. Mm-hmm. But the second you can make money off of it, yeah, we'll let you do it. As long as you're giving us something. Yep. Technology. The, they don't care about the real effects of it. So yeah. they care about the money. And that's why it's going to be legal in every state eventually because they're going to get their money for it. Mm-hmm. Which is a horrible way to think about it, but it's true. And it's it's the same thing with money and technology. As technology evolves and we create more complicated, converse stuff, mm-hmm. money is literally worthless. All it is is paper. And it's it, it represents what we define as currency. Yep. But the issue with that is, who is it that's telling us that this dollar I have in my hands is worth anything? Yep. Like, if it's an apocalypse, who's going to care if I have a $100 bill versus if I have a plate of food? You're mm-hmm. going to want that food. If you're Absolutely. starving to death, you're not going to want $5 mm-hmm. compared to today. Well, if you want to buy this at this restaurant, you got to give me 20 bucks. Yep. And it's it's the mindset. It took that, me so long to like realize that money had to come from something. Like yeah. you can't just print money. Like it has to come from like gold or something like that. Like a, yeah, a like resource. they use traces of stuff to create it. Yeah. that's the reason it's not like oh well here let me just cut out these hundreds real quick. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and, why don't everybody do that? Yeah, I mean, just everybody be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but apparently, it's got to go back to something. Like you said, traces yeah. of something. Which it took me so long to wrap my mind around. I'm like, why can't they just print that? Yeah, like when we went to the mint or whatever and saw how they made it, mm-hmm. it's, and I don't know, you know, the technicality of what they truly used to make it. But even that, the technology behind making money. Yep. You can print more money from alternate resources, and it's not that this piece of paper is of the value that it is. Mm-hmm. It, this $100 bill is made of the exact same stuff this one dollar bill is made of yeah it's got a different picture on it yeah and it's just you assign it that value Mm -hmm. and it gets to the point when is technology not gonna be that but it's gonna revert back to oh well i don't carry this random paper currency but i have you know i have a cow and i milk it and i've got a gallon of milk you have a chicken that lays egg or a hen that lays eggs you want to trade and it goes back (laughs) to a barter system because In all honesty, that's the way it makes the most sense. Mm. That if you have something I need and I have something you need, why don't we just trade for it mm-hmm. and not... Which is pretty much money in a nutshell. Just like, yeah. It's a I... centralized way of trading. Yep. It's and a way the government pay. can reach into it. Mm-hmm. Technology sucks. The government's watching you. <laughs> don't watch this podcast. You're wasting your screen time. Yep. We just pretty much tell people. Yeah. We hate, we hate technology, but don't look at this to video. This just video. listen. Get YouTube Premium for twelve ninety nine. Yep. Lock your phone. Go for a run. Yep. Put the AirPods in, but don't watch because yeah. we're gonna be watching the screen time for sure. Yeah. That'll be what we have to check next week. We'll have to do a poll or something and see if people actually tell us how much their screen time is. <laughs> what yeah. was your screen time this week? <laughs> I guarantee everyone's screen time will be over 10 hours for a week. Oh, for sure. 
Because like, I mean, total for the week. I'd say just iPhone. You say you own it for more than two hours a day. Yeah. I'd I'd say so, especially like on my days off or something like that. I'm on it. Sometimes it's bad. I want to do it. I really want to do a tally now, and I want to compare it and see, you know, oh, crap, I just reached for my phone because I was going to Google something. (laughs) Or, oh, crap, I was going to, you know, look up a video on Mm -hmm. this compared to what is something that I could do right now to learn about this topic but not use this advantage I have. Yeah. Like, what would I have to do? Would I have to go to the library and check out a book? Or would to I have like to take that time and like try to do something good with it? Well, I mean, even maybe take my phone and like put it in a stationary place mm-hmm. and treat it like a landline and like, pick it up and dial a number and call somebody mm-hmm. and be like, hey, I was just wondering, do you know anything about this? And just ask it for like a recipe for food or something. Yeah. How often do you cook this? Do you boil this? Okay. Put my phone right back down in the same spot, walk away, and then see when I reach for it again. Yeah, because I'm nine out of ten times I always like pat my pocket and I'm like, before you leave, you got to check. What am I doing? And I'm like, oh yeah, I have to have my phone before I leave because someone's gonna. What if they need me? Yeah, but in reality, it's if I get in an awkward situation, I want to be able to have an outlet <laughs> to look at my phone. Yeah, and we're we're all guilty of it, and it's hard to believe that that's what the world's came to is just avoid conversation at all costs and just look at my phone. Yeah, you know. If I just stare hard enough at this meme, everyone around me will disappear and leave me alone. But I think I think that's a good wrap up to lead into our um, our draft for this evening. Yep, we got a draft today. Um, since we've been on the terms of you know stress levels and stuff, I think we're going to talk about our um, our top five TV shows that you know help us relax from stress. Yep. So let's get it out. Are we doing it in the draft format? I was going to say, we can do it in the draft format. Okay, let's do that. Do you want to take the lead on this? Yep. And it doesn't have to be, like, specifically Netflix shows or anything. We were going to do that at first, but there's just not enough that we could do a draft with. So we're just doing overall um, favorite TV shows. With the number one pick, I'm going to take Family Guy. And I feel that's just... Yeah. special to me that's you know that is a very quality pick because you it's can something i could watch forever you, you know? can watch compilations <laughs> for days yep. of just hey that's screen time right yep. back to it god dang it but <laughs> i'm gonna take an oldie but a goodie okay my number one ed ed and eddie oh and my. the reason i say that is and this is what this is what made this show so unique to me every episode was the exact same they always tried to figure out how to make money and scam the other kids. <laughs> but every single episode was always different, and they never did the same thing twice. And the amount of creativity that, and I know, yeah. you know, obviously they didn't come up with the ideas, but the yeah. creativity from the creator standpoint to legitimately, you know, have however many seasons and every single episode they mm-hmm. do something different. Yep. And it be that funny slapstick comedy, I I could watch it forever. <laughs> I agree with that. I agree. My number two, it's kind of like Family Guy. I got South Park, dude. <laughs> Just because I mean, there's so many 
moments. episodes, man. And yeah. like times that it's made me laugh and it's kinda of nostalgic too because yeah. we all used to watch it. Same with Family Guy. Like I remember watching it every I can't I think it was a Saturday that it came on. It was after the football games on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Me and my dad would watch that episode every time. <laughs> and we would or the Family Guy episode. Yeah. And it was awesome. See, that's how with with South Park in particular, I mean, come on Comedy Central. And I'd be waiting, yeah. and they'd do like a marathon of it, and it'd be like six, seven episodes in a row. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'd watch it for three hours, just yep. back, about back, that. back, like how much just you can go buy a DVD set of it. Yep, watch the whole. I wonder how many days of time that is, like a DVD set of. We'll do that for the perspective of time. <laughs> how many days of South Park uh, CD is? Yeah, or not CD movie. Um, my number two, Friends. Good pick. Good pick. I, it's quality. It's a it's I completely a classic. Forgot. I'd say it's one of those shows you can you can almost pick up any episode and even though, you know, there is a storyline, I feel like you don't have to be super Yeah. Oh just, well what where is this at? I've watched it so many times I can kind of like pick an episode noise. and I'm like, Yeah, I know exactly what they're doing here. Yeah. I love friends. I can't believe I didn't even put that on my other part of the list. Number three, this one's gonna shock you here. But I feel like it's just an all-time great show for, of all ages, Survivor. I'm not going to lie. I have not watched Survivor in a coon's age. Okay, you've watched it before, though. I met Big Tom. Yeah, Big Tom. At Kmart in Withville when there was a Kmart. R.I.P. Who was the other guy, his partner? I don't know. I can't remember. I don't know why. I, I thought it was Little Something. I might be crazy, though. <laughs> Big Tom and Little Something. Yeah. I thought it was, like, know. Rob or something. I might be tripping. I don't know. But anyway, I remember, like, they were out front doing, like, pictures. And I got a picture of them when I was, like, That's cool. five. He so. was... You, um... He was from around here, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. He was... I think he was in Rural Treat a lot because he was friends with Coach Ray. And he got... He was friends with Donald Driver on the Packers and I'm a big Packers fan. Yeah. And he got me a real Donald Driver autographed picture. Big Tom did. What? Yeah, it's in my room. It's That's cool. wild. Yep. So see, I mean your survivor like hits deep, so I'm like Yeah. Dude, yeah. I drank that hard. I'm just saying <laughs> like this one this one is a Netflix show. I don't okay. know if you've seen it. It is mind bending. Have you ever heard of the Black Mirror? I've heard of it. But I have not watched it. Okay, not to spoil anything. Every episode's different. And wait, I have seen it. Is it the one where he does something like in front of the camera and then he has Okay, yeah, I know exactly. That's what one you're of the episodes. About. Okay. So the whole premise of Black Mirror is basically it's like a new world order type deal. Like technology is so advanced that, you know, all this random stuff can happen. And every episode is a different take on a technological advance. Mm-hmm. So one of them, like the one you're talking about, this guy is at a camera and he's caught doing a very inappropriate act. Yep. And as he is caught, someone on the dark web has hacked his camera. And is recording And is recording him, him yeah. and, you know, has everything he's done. And now he's got this group of people that he's blackmailing to commit crimes. Mm-hmm. And at the end, he makes the two last people fight. And whoever is alive, you know, wins. But the kicker is, whoever wins, he already called the cops on them. 
So the cops show up to arrest that person who already have all the information on them that he provided, yeah. and they just killed somebody. So but on all those crimes? So Every single person. Okay. It, no one can win. It's basically, Dang. we're going to... It's You're screwed. Yeah. It's, you it's a technology brain. You know hmm. what? But anyway. Yep. thing behind that, every episode, totally different vibe, totally different characters, and it's so far-fetched, but it's it's almost like sci-fi, but it's mm. right there at the edge of, like, oh, crap, reality. this could be real. Like, yeah. they're on the verge of doing some stuff like this. <laughs> That's crazy. I need to watch some more episodes of it, because I think I've only seen that episode. Yeah. But coming in at my number four spot, it's probably my all-time favorite, like, series, like, on Netflix or something. Give me Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. Have you ever watched it? Mm-mm. Oh, dang, I'm not stealing any of yours. You're not stealing any of mine. I know. <laughs> but it's just, it's about a gang that's in, where is it? The UK, I think, or England. And they pretty much just kill people, and it's all action field, and it's freaking awesome. <laughs> well, my number four on that note is The Blacklist with Raymond Reddington. And mm-hmm. I'd say it's almost on that. It's, you know, true crime, or not true crime, but crime-based show where it's very action-packed. You never know what the next friggin' twist is going to be. Yeah. And you watch it to the point where you're like, oh, my God, what are they going to do now? Mm-hmm. They're beating a dead horse. And then all <laughs> of a sudden, boom, it's like, what? And I'm finally on the last season now, and mm-hmm. I've got a big twist that just happened, and I'm like, okay, I don't even want to finish watching this. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's one of my top shows for a reason. I love everything I've seen of it. Mm-hmm. It's just, I'm like, oh, God, how are they going to, you know, wrap this up? Yeah. And it's kind of like you're just kind of waiting for the end. Yeah. yeah. It's a slow, painful it. burn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. My number five. This is going to hit close to home with a couple of our friends. Give me Mountain Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> All-time great show. If y'all want to, look up Trapper from Mountain Monsters. Rest in peace. He was a legend. If you know, you know. I hope Coach Moore watches this podcast. (laughs) Can you imagine? My final number five, The Twilight Zone. That's a good show. And it kind of gives me Black Mirror vibes, Mm -hmm. or Black Mirror gives me Twilight Zone vibes. And I think it's just where it's, kind of it's not really close enough to be reality but it's the whole point of it is it's alternate reality like you step through into the twilight zone Mm -hmm. and you're getting this twisted perspective on real life and the thing with you know um what's it called the black mirror it's like that except it's almost too advanced it's like Mm -hmm. technology has reached that point in the episodes Versus Twilight Zone is it's more of a paranormal type thing. Yeah. Like, it's like you are literally affected by this entity that is the Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. But I think the whole idea behind that's just, you know, yeah. it's you, you're living your normal life and, you know, like what we're talking about with technology. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden there's something that just hits you and your whole world is in disarray and you don't understand why. I love watching TV, man. I mean, <laughs> I it's so good. I mean, watch yeah. our podcast. Like. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think
think we can wrap it up here. We just want to thank everybody for watching again and all the support we've got. Um, and we're probably going to put up a poll of this top five on Twitter, um, on our Twitter account. Go follow it and go vote on the poll to see who won the top five. Got anything else, Dylan? Uh, like he said, uh, thank you all for watching. We really appreciate all the support we've got. And just so y'all know, my top five's better. Oh, my. <laughs>